Yo, welcome, man. Alright, gotcha. Uh, so I sent him another link now. Okay. Okay, okay it's here. Yeah, David. Yeah, I share. Oh, yeah, sorry yeah, about that. My previous link um, expired or something. So I had oh, no wonder. I thought I was the one who cut off. No, no, no. no that's fine. Um, so you're, okay. you're welcome. Um, my name is Sean, like you already know. So I have someone else on the call, um, Buddy Ball. So I'll just let him go ahead and introduce himself. Oh. Okay. Hey, David, how's it going, man? Uh, yeah, my name is Buddy Ball. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as you already know, I'm sure you to Toby and you've spoken to Sheryl, so you kind of have an idea of, uh, of why effectively, like, we're interested in telling your story. Um, you know, it's stories from Nigeria, so it's, it's something that was started a, a while ago, and, you know, to um, give a microphone to, to what we deem as success stories, um, you know, just to be able to inspire other people, and um, your story was come across, and... Uh, it's something that we'd like you to share too. To be honest, it's not something that we're going to take a lot of your time, but uh, we're going to try as much as possible to to get to know you as much uh, as much as we can, and uh, and hopefully you find it as fun as we intend to to find it too. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Thank you so much for um, for what I call it an opportunity. Well, it's an opportunity. It's always a privilege <laughs> to share. Um, yeah, to share and learn. So yeah, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, that's fine. So have you have you done this before? Like, I know your your story is quite unique. Is this something that you've spoken about before? Is this like a first time for you? Um, should I say the second in one month? Um, I was featured on the program like I think about say three weeks ago. Um, and it was about sharing stories to inspire and all of that. But I, I, at first, I I wasn't re- willing to you know to welcome interviews and all or over time I just felt it's my moral responsibility if you know I believe in God so if God has moved me from point A to point B it's my moral responsibility to help those who are where I used to be in a different perspective so they can make better choices especially you know those decisions I was able to make you know so yeah that's about it sounds quite interesting that's that's actually quite interesting for you to are you, are you generally a shy person? Why, why, why did you initially not want to talk about it? Um, well, about, it's not about being a shy person. I, um, I'm not just much of a talker. I, I prefer just you know, keeping to myself. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't, don't do the talking a lot. I just can walk. And I don't even mentor. I don't accept mentors. So many people write to me, oh, can you mentor me and all of that. But I, I decline all of these offers because I, I'm not much of a talker. I just believe, you know, if you just follow the way I live my life and just pick a few things that you can learn and move on with yours. So it's not about being shy. It's just that I'm not much. I don't know. I just don't put myself out there. Like, yeah. Okay. 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 But now, now that you've decided to, yeah, to do yeah. How? <laughs> Yeah, the first one was really, really strange. I don't want to use the word work, especially when I watched um, the recording. I was like, ah, God, this is really weird. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to TV. I'm not used to all of that. <laughs> so, but anyways, it's, I guess it's it's one of those things that come with growth because I would not deny 
but I would not always turn down such opportunities to help others. Um, some people, all they just need to know is you just need to listen to someone's story that you know that correlates with theirs, uh, and they will be able to live life better, way better. Um, so if that's the least I can do, why not? Why not? Just I'm glad to. I'm glad to. Well, hopefully, 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 the thing about it is that the more you, the more you do it, the more, the more you get used to. Because to be honest, like, like you said, man, I think a lot of people need inspiration. Shout, myself included. <laughs> let me, let me <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people need inspiration because it's true. It, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, it's the, pure fact. Because mm-hmm. you know, kind of where we come from, it's a little bit different. Because, um, funny enough, I've worked in a few places. Uh, people look at us like were crazy in Nigeria like, <laughs> like it maybe feels like Nigeria that because of the amount of work that we do and, and you know it's almost like everything is a competition with us and it's it's almost you know we get into one place and we're, we're trying to at least be the best you know and the, 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 you're trying to stand out and you know everybody effectively is an opponent which, which can be a good or a bad thing but you know when I go around and I see people you know um, how other people live it's kind of strange to me so it, it's always good to like have a few people who can like you know give back and say okay this is actually this is my story you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's true but, also very also but for you did you like have any when I say mentor maybe you know the word mentor is usually like overhyped I think something like uh, someone you looked up to or somebody you just got confidence from like even if it's a book or something like for me, I I don't have a mentor. I don't have a role model. Um, I learn from everyone. I learn on the go. Um, it doesn't really matter who, who, who the person is, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds, um, um, their profession. I, it doesn't really matter. If if I get to study your life and I see something that could be beneficial to me, I'd ask for suggestions and I'll pick it up and run with it. Um, but um, there are a few. There are a few persons that that I encountered along the way that somehow like oh wow if this person can do it I think I can um, I think one of them will be Boston Tijani um, that's the founder of the co-creation of in Lagos um, for me the, co- the, co- the co-creator of who? co-creation of that's what we call CC of back in Nigeria oh yeah, yeah. it's okay, a so tech yeah. of yeah so the CEO of um, CC of I, I had the opportunity of meeting him in 20... 2018, yeah, 2018, and it's part of my soccer story, one of my my turning around story. And when I first met met him, I got to learn that you know his wife is in the UK, his family there in the UK, but he comes back to Africa. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. I would love to do that. I love to have my family, you know, back, you know, in, in Europe or in the US or wherever, and you know, always travel back home to do, you know, do those things, those um, life changing activities. I would improve people's lives back in Africa, but I wanted my family out. So it was something I subconsciously wanted. So I was just looking up to him, like, okay, if you can do it, I think I can do it. Um, and yeah, but particularly, there was nobody that I can say, oh, this is one person that I really want to be like him. So this is one person that I, I learned from other people. Today I've learned from someone, tomorrow I'll learn from another person. I just keep evolving as the day goes, goes by. So yeah, that's, 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 that's legit interesting because. Um, 
I need to write that one down for myself. To have your family abroad and just come back for uh, what's the uh, <laughs> for, for, for training for purposes. Ah, that, that was the key, man. Don't run. This country, this country, get us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but okay, okay. That's <laughs> just but, but 2018 was the turnaround. Yeah, 2018. Was it, was it 2018? Yeah, 2018. That was my, that was, that was my. I would not call it my awakening moment. Was when I, when I eventually became homeless. Um, I never thought that could happen to me. I never thought so. Yeah. Um, how, how do we say it, man? Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like dream. It'd be like fit. <laughs> You know, no. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it's so unbelievable that I, even looking back, I, I'm, I'm how did that happen? You know, how did that happen? And how did I survive it? Because it was the lowest. But it's not. It's not what I even wish for my enemies. What I went through. Um. But yeah, we've come past it. So 2018 was the turnaround. Yeah, for me. Was it? Was it the year before 2018? You were homeless, or where was that? Um, um, late that was late 2016, and that's that was so much travel. So, I wrapped up my university education in 2015, okay. um, but I did not serve, I refused to do the old NYC thing. Um, <laughs> your mind yeah. has been to leave this country for a long time. <laughs> well, maybe not con- not consciously, not yeah. consciously, but um, it's 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 just a system I didn't believe in. I I I'm, I'm I, I believe if, if people have you know value that they're willing to contribute to the society, just give them an opportunity to do it. You don't have to put barriers such as certifications, barriers such as NYSE and all of that. So even before I got admission to well, for my first degree, I said I was not going to participate in the national corporate. Um, so I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this I'm not doing so after my university education I, I moved back to Lagos so um I, I was a tailor while I was in school um I, I think my Where second did you go year to um University of Benin um, okay, okay okay yeah so I got I think 2011 that's when I got a chance to the University of Benin and I think in my first year you know I've, I I come from not really on Papa my my parents let me not say my parents it's, it's not I come from a middle class family does that make sense a lower middle class family so my mom was a yeah. civil servant yeah uh, but I had other siblings that she she was the one taking care of her. a lot of financial needs my mom was responsible for it because my dad lost you know his job and. Um, lost, he, he lost a lot. So he, he, my mom was the one supporting the home, and, and so when I got to uni, I wanted to be independent. I didn't want to depend on my mom anymore because I wanted her to focus on my siblings. So when I got to school, I, I made a friend who, who was a fashion designer. He made clothes. He was a tailor as well. And I told him, Hey, what's up? Why don't I go speak to lecturers, speak to students? You know, get their fabrics. You make the clothing, split the profit fantastic idea in Andre level so the plan was that okay in our second year we're going to start the business then when they released our first year result it failed and we had to probate so in university Benin, what we say probate um you have to repeat the year um yeah so you had to repeat the year all over so you could not you know keep up with the business um as planned uh, okay so that actually um, pushed me to learn fashion planning. I enrolled in fashion school in my second year, um, started learning tailoring and all of that. And in my third year, I had a shop in school, rented a shop, you know, used my tuition fee to buy a sewing machine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we'll come back to that. T- 
yeah, I use my tuition fee to buy a CMS. But the thing is, my in university, if you don't pay your tuition at the beginning of the of the session, it doesn't really matter. Um, but you have to pay before your exam because it's your your receipt, your tuition fee receipt that you use at twelve. So I I still have some time. Um, and yeah, so I I used my tuition fee to get a sewing machine, and you know, I started you know speaking to my lecturers like ah I need clothes. Started speaking to my friends, you know, that I make clothes. They were giving me their clothes. I was you know ruining their fabrics for them, and improving and. And I kept on improving, and and yeah, and that was it. So after my university education, um, my plan was to go back to Lagos and do something big. So I knew how to sew. I knew about technology. So I said, oh, everyone is talking about um, e-commerce. You know, why don't I set up a website where tailors can upload their designs and something really amazing. And so I, I don't know what gave me what gave me the courage to do that. But I sold all my not really sell. I I actually donated it to people that I knew that were in need back in Benin. I donated my sewing machine to keep them. Um, all of my I donated everything to different people and I told them, okay, this is my gift to you for being a nice person. And I moved to Lagos. Um, and eventually. Uh, after, because of the old issue about my NYC and all, my my dad was not happy about it. it was like, if you don't say what kind of future could you have? She was there was this force in the house, and then he he asked me to leave his house. And my dad's a very strict man, so he had to, he, he threw me out of his apartment. And yeah, so I was staying with my pastor for a while, but I still had hope in my that business idea, like oh, like I'm going to succeed, you know, and all of that. But eventually, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. My pastor was staying with, you know, after a while, I had to move out of his house, you know. Um, I was living in a cubicle without windows. Um, that in was a cubicle in Lagos? Yeah, in Lagos, yeah. In a better precisely. Um, <laughs> and the, where I was living then, it was it was um, a, a member, a church member. His wife rented the store. But she got a job so she could not move into the store and it was just built, nearly built, no electrical work nothing it wasn't even tiled or cemented it was just sand in there and i had to move in there i told them i would manage it so i had to move in there and i was sleeping there on the floor you know then from there i had to you know ask you know beg people in church for money they gave me some money i got a sewing machine but they did not know i was going through that they did not know i was homeless at that point because i still come to church looking you know, my tailored clothes looking. Yeah, package. Yeah, well package. So they didn't know that it was, but I could not hide for long because most of my um, church members dragged us where I was sleeping. So after a while, they noticed they had the cold morning church that they were driving very early in the morning at 6 a.m. and they saw me coming out of one cubicle and I was like, um, yes, that does. Um, and yeah, so that's where I was. Um, I started started from ground zero. I was able to get this one in the show. I started making clothes for people around to keep, you know, the store where I was. Um, I would make clothes, and clothes out. People driving would stop. Oh, are you here? You tell her, okay, come over to my house. Come and pick up my clothes. And, and, and I started doing that. And that was how I started picking up from scratch. And it was really bad. It was really bad because I got to meet different, different kinds of people. Um, the violent, you know, um, there were, there were times where there were robberies around where I used to stay and and I, all I just have to do is to just pray that they don't open because you can't close the gate from inside, the store mm. gate from inside. 
you can only lock it from outside so when i'm inside sleeping like i don't lock it it's, i just close it and pretend you know to see people see this lock from inside but it's not so my prayers are all oh, lord like whenever they rock i mean there was a bar close by so like i think about mm-hmm. three four times they came over to the bar and they robbed people connected their phones so I was like, God, I can't. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, I had no place to my bar. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, sure. No, so and then I had no place to my bar. I was having my bar like once, twice in the week. Um, and that maybe on Sunday, I would have to beg, you know, the neighbors there to use their bedroom, you know. Um, and that was a part of I was surviving on the you know, just making baby steps back to there. I don't know. You know. So there are a few things we touch on here because so but I that's an amazing story. <laughs> that's like it's like a story you can actually make a movie about. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious because it, to be honest, there are a few things right in Nigeria sometimes, and mm-hmm. it's part of with the NSARS thing. One of the things that I always this thing always comes to my mind. Growing up, I listened to a lot of fella. And we have, you know, this suffering and smiling. You know the song I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, things like NYSC, the general populace, their lives don't get it. They don't. It doesn't improve. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Based on NYSC, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a money-making scheme at this point. It is definitely. That's what I believe. And sometimes you need. It's. It takes a lot of people to come together and be like, you know what? No. And it always starts from one person, but normally when you want to challenge the status quo, when you want to challenge the system, it's always only you that is not standing firm. <laughs> you're not being alone. And whenever you're alone, it's easy to defeat you onto it's only you. Mm-hmm. you know. mm-hmm. But you know, to actually think about that and to assume that you know you got kicked out of your own house based on you know taking well, a stand for what you believe is the greater good, you understand? Well, I guess I guess I don't, I, I don't know what to say about that, but. I, I don't know if I can't say it's out of love or out of ignorance, um, but whatever the case is, like now it doesn't matter. I still do things well, so and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm better, I think. So yeah, you think I know? Yeah, you are not in this country anymore. Yeah. Now, so let's put it Let's pass It's it's not final. It's not final. Living is not final. <laughs> no, it's but the second final. thing is the second thing I would say is like. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I've said in the past, okay, I'm a child of irreverent, just to give you some sort of uh, background. But okay. usually with the pastor's children, there's a point in life where you just go and you start to, you have to start to navigate and try to find your own way in Christ and try to find your own way in the church. Uh-huh. And eventually you realize that the church is made up of its own people. Mm-hmm. You know, the sure. church is effectively a, a mirror of its people. Mm-hmm. And it's not every church that you have. Some churches have people in them who, if people are going through tough times, just like society and environment in general, when people mm-hmm. are going through tough times, people will, you know, they'll retreat, you know, as far go through it yourself. When you succeed, then you can come back and meet us, you know. Or when you <laughs> succeed, we'll actually come and greet you mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. ask you for stuff. But the way you talk about this church is like this church, at least the church members were, were you know, they looked out for you, no? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. It would have been worse, trust me. It would have been worse. What church is this, by the way? Um, MFM, Mountain of Fire. I'm not trying to promote them in any way. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's not, no, it's not, no, the truth no. about it is that it's not promotion. It's legitimately yeah, not it's promotion, not. but it's not yeah. about the church. The yeah, it's about the people. 
yeah i wanted i wanted to say that right i wanted to say that it, it's not really about the church because mm-hmm. yeah so i i grew up i also grew up in nfm but okay. i have i have a, a, a different story from experience yeah, exactly yeah. so so there was a time when um, i was sick and and so i was at the point of death and everybody knew i was sick in the church but nobody and my dad was like a deacon of the church an elder so to speak but nobody thought it wise to say oh let them go and visit this man's child or something until after i was able to recover so it was the church that my mom was attending that the pastor heard and brought like came with like the other pastors all the children in the church and they came to visit him so i feel it's just the people it's not really about the church at all it's not about the church no, definitely i even i'll tell you my dad last week two weeks ago maybe 20 years since i lost my dad i'll tell you that the church i went to, I went to a methodist church um, in and um, my dad died we went to the church as part to make burial plans until you know we'll make the, the service and all that good stuff and the the presbyter in charge said that he will not uh, anchor the service because he couldn't find my father's tight card he's a man that had been going to the church for what 10 15 20 plus years and had you know effectively been in that church every sunday participating in all you know joining clubs with the groups in the church and all that stuff and they said they were not going to <laughs> because of that so again it's, it's really not about the church or whatever they believe yeah. it's it's the people sometimes you get people that change your life and in their mind in their eyes it's something small you know something small that they are doing for you oh i think he got cut off Oh, he'll come, he'll come back, come back shortly. Let's see if he's able to log back. Good thing about, good thing about this thing. At least we can say that network here is better than network there a little bit. No? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear his reason for for being caught. Before we make that conclusion, it's actually quite interesting. Too. Like it's really interesting, man. You homeless be homeless because your dad kicked you out because of NYSC. Ah! Yes, I can hear me now. Yes, can I hear you? Was it your network? Yeah, it was my network. It was my network. Ah, good, 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 good. Yeah, me and Shiva just talking that at least, at least we can say our network here is good. Yeah, but okay, no, that's that's actually quite interesting. You know, I was saying that it's usually with people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, something not... small. When 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 people when people do something small in their eyes, it's something small. But when you need it, it's it's mm-hmm. like this huge thing that someone is yeah. doing. And when yeah. you say thank you, they always look at you like, what is it? Is it not? Uh, yeah, they they won't understand. They can't get it. They can't get yeah. it. But that, that's really so. You had so you were homeless. You lived in a cubicle. It was a struggle for you. Safety. But I can't imagine. Even I can't. How long were you? How long were you in this situation for? Like in the cubicle? Um, yeah, for about I left the pastor's house in say, December, um, in twenty sixteen, and I did not get my footing until January twenty eighteen. So that was I'm sorry. just over here. You were in that cubicle for a wow. year plus. Yeah, a year plus, yeah. Wait, 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 because we have to let's talk about this part. So you were in a, did you have any communications with your family? 
Um, so at that point, my mom was transferred to Bono. Um, and okay. yeah, so she, she works in the civil service, or is she? Yeah, she worked. She's retired now. Okay. Um, she worked in the civil service, and she was in Bono State. Um, but my my I think my my family they were just scattered around. You know, my sister was in school. You know, everyone was. You know, they, it just gets to a point in your life where you know no one can really help you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. everyone is busy with their life, and they, it's not as if they don't care. But at the same time, you can't use it. Because everyone is running, you know, everyone is running. Um, I've, I've always been a fighter. I've always been a fighter. I've always been the, the guy who believes who believes that um, you know, leave me in the forest, I'll find my way. Just give me time. Um, so at, at the same time, while it's not until my parents could, my mom could do much. Um, after that time, because of my siblings and other commitments that she had. But the thing is, she she tried her possible best to keep in touch to know how I was doing. But it was really bad. You know, it was really bad, and I kept on telling her, you know, it's not bad. It's good. And it was the day she eventually came and found out where I was staying. She broke down with tears. You know, she, yeah. So you can imagine, and was, yeah, that was really emotional. It was, and I just thought that everything would be fine. Everything would be fine, you know. I was like, how could like, like you know, it's 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 a mix of so many things. You know, my dad never cared. You know, he was he was just living his life. You know, he never cared. But you know, the love of a mother, she would still look up for me. Yeah. So um, she she did the best that she could, you know, to support when she went back to Bono. She kept on calling, you know, how is business doing, you know. Um, I should always let her know if I need anything. You know. But I was I was dying inside, you know, I was dying inside. But I've always, I've, like I said, I've always been a fighter. I've always been. Um, at some point, I broke. Like I broke. I remember I attempted suicide twice. Um, and somehow it didn't work. I wonder why. But I'm, I'm glad it didn't work. Uh, yeah, I'm glad it didn't work. Somebody, somebody <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, because I, 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 you know, when you, when you, when you feel that you're strong enough to withstand all that life is throwing at you, and and then you get to a point that you feel that where am I going? Now? What am I doing? Where am I going? Where is life taking me? What is this? You know, you're, you're, you're trying to make clothes, trying to build a life. It's not working. You know, customers come around. You know, you make clothes. I think it's funny things. Funny things to me. There are customers that will drive and park the vehicles and ask me to put the clothes in their car. And immediately I put the clothes in their car, they drive off. You know, yeah, uh, they're, they're okay. I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I, saw, I, 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 I that was. That was my experience. You know, I, I got to experience different kinds of people. There was, there was a customer that, um, at some point, he came just because it was his birthday, um, and I wasn't feeling too well then, so I, I didn't know open the store for two days, and I was inside dying inside. But there was nobody, no one to help me, and I was inside dying. And you know, eventually he came around, and he saw me, you know, and he brought a battle axe. You know, he hit me with the battle axe. I had an injury, and I was bleeding. Yeah? Yeah, I'm telling you. Wait, and I was wait, wait, and wait, I was ex- I want to understand the context. You were sick. Yeah, I was sick. Yeah, I was sick, and he still did that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I told the shop. Oh, it so, was okay. Okay, it was his birthday, and he was you were supposed to give him some clothes. Yeah, I was or? supposed to deliver his clothes before his birthday, but I was not feeling fine, so I could not make it. So. Okay. And also, he brought the clothes really late. He brought the material really late, but that's not. I accepted it. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. I became ill and I could not make up. So I sent him a text that oh, I would not be able to make up. You know, I'm not feeling too well. Um, his birthday was, I think, it was in two days or or so or two. I think I'm not going to make up, you know, that I'd cut the clothes, but um, as it is. So he, he was, he, he lived close by, so he knew I was sleeping in the store. So he came over to the store and was banging the gate. He opened the gate, he hit me with the battle lag, then he moved, packed all customers' clothes, the ones that I made that were ready for delivery, packed all of them and went away with them. And I saw so many things, you know, I, I, I experienced so much. I experienced so much, you know. Um, you know, when, you, you know, you know the, the thing that comes with when people know that you live in the cubicle and people around start mocking you and then they get to value your craft based on based on that rather than based on what you make. Um and they, they just, you know, abuse you. They just it's, it's yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good experience at all. It wasn't a good experience, believe me. It's not something I wish to experience again. No. No. For one year. Yep. Um, yep. December 2016 to January 2018. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, this this feels like me watching a very emotional movie. To now yeah. think about it that it is someone's life. It's wow. Yeah, I, I I don't think I don't think I've even gone through things. But I believe that there are people out there that go through worse. And that's my motivation for for what I do currently. I'm trying to ensure that nobody else goes through that. Everyone, people are, are you know um, evaluated based on their their willingness to contribute values to their communities, rather than on you know you know. I don't. I just feel so. It's just my personal motivation behind what I do currently. Well, yes, in a way, in a way, you could say that, you, you could say that because um, even while I was there, I got to, you know, okay, this is not long, okay, I got to meet so many other people because I, I lived in the, in the store, so even when it's dark and everyone back into their homes. We get to know who is homeless and who is not homeless. There are days when, you know, at 11, I get bored and I just walk, take a walk around and I see people living, you know, just in the open, people sleeping in the open and, you know, you just feel like, wow, so there are people, these people, you know, they, you know it's, it's I, I, I don't know, I just feel that my problem, what I went through is not, it's not as bad as what some other people are going through or what some other people are going through. But all the same, I don't believe that anyone deserves to go through what happened. No one. No one deserves. Not, not to the no one deserves to. I was thinking about it now. I mean, so, I mean, I'm sure I speak for Shemu to learn that sometimes we look back at our past and we look back to when you were in school and then you're like, oh, wow, I'm here now. You know, in, in truth, the levels are not that different. 2018 was four years ago barely mm-hmm. four years ago and even before we even get into the, the, the turnaround time when you look back at that year it doesn't make you emotional how does it make you how does it make you feel though i cry every time every time i think about it i, I cry i don't know I, I don't know i've not gotten over that part 
Ah, pas quoi c'est d'autre ta part. Chez Tess, au bord. Il part tout à l'heure, il Chez Tess, au bord. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's, that's it. I, I Have you... Okay, I'm I sorry. Don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just... It's... For the fact that I survived that, I believe that I can survive anything else. Because that was, that was the breaking point. That was it. You know, neglected by friends, um, family, you're doing your own but it's, it's, not, it's not the best experience trust me it's not yeah. Has, uh, have you ever gotten a chance to speak about like like speak in, in depth about what you went through because I'm sure like in your life people would know like bits and pieces but like is there any time where you felt like you know what no, let me just no. unload no no I've never I've never it's going to be really emotional I don't think I can I can handle it I'd rather write a book about it maybe much later in my life and publish please do please yeah. do I'm a customer I'm it's not what I speak about. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's really something. To be honest, from, to get from there anywhere takes a lot. I mean, you yeah. must take a lot. There was a time when um, when I didn't, did not have so emissions and I had no food to eat. So what I had to do, I, I still had to go around, you know. I was living with the pastor then and I'd go out, I'll still get clothes from people, you know, customers from the, in the church. Some people in church go to know that I make clothes, so they will give me clothes. And so I would have to walk about, say, five, six kilometers. So if you know where Egbeda is, yeah. do you know where Egbeda is? Yes. Yeah. So just imagine you have to walk from Egbeda to a place like, um, what is this place after Ikeja along, where Air Force Base is? Or let me let, let me give you uh, this. I know we are talking about the express. The express, yeah. Just after mm-hmm. Ikeja Long, after National. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Imagine I have to walk that distance every day to and fro to Air Force Base every day. No, yeah, no. that distance. No, no. So there's a place that is called Retail Market. So I would have to go there. That's where tailors are. I would have to walk okay. down there and you know beg tailors there to use the sewing machines to make clothes so I'll, I'll just cut the clothes in one tailor's place i'll sew one part of the, the cloth one leg of the trouser and that tailor's place i'll sew the other leg and that tailor's place i'll fix the waistband i'll fix the pocket and do this and, that. and i just you know i just kept on moving they now knew me in the market so anytime you go to a point that they, most of them when they come they will not even allow you to use their machines you know they start insulting you so all of those humiliations you know and yeah, it was not it was not the best at all. I just to just to make ends meet, and at the end of after you go through all of that, as well, you have to walk back home. Um, and when you walk back home, you, you can't take a bus because if you take a bus, like you can't spend. How much are they going to pay you? One thousand five, one thousand. You can't take a bus. You just cut yourself short. And some of them would not even ask you to deliver the clothes to the house. So you, because you don't have money, you have to trek down to your house, houses, wherever it is, or borrow money from someone. So at the end of the day, you don't even still have money. You're just, you're just from hand to mouth. Yeah, it was. Hello, David, are you there? Hello. 
David Aida. I think he got cut off a little bit there. Okay. And David, if you can hear me, you can you can try and log back out and log back in. Let's see if that works again. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Ah, okay, yeah, hear me now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, you were saying you got cut off. Yeah. So, like I said, I did that for about say three years before I was able to get this sewing machine, one sewing machine, and from there I started building up. But, yeah. So it's fashion designing that that got you out of there. Yeah, it's the same tailoring, and funny enough, as God would have it, um, when I when I decided to learn tailoring in school, my mom was not in support. She was like, "Why would you do tailoring? You know, go to school, graduate, and go and look for a good job, just like everyone else doing tailoring and all of that." So she didn't know. I actually, I actually eventually told, I told, I lied to her and told her, "Okay, I was not going to do it." And but instead, I still did it. She never knew that I. I, I was a tailor in school until after I had graduated from university. Um, she she had no idea. She had no idea. Until after I came back home and she asked, I tell her, ask, and she asked, why are you going back to Benin? And she, I told her that I had, I had a tailor shop there. I had to go and close it down. And she was like, what tailor shop? And then I showed her pictures uh, of you know clothes I made, the store, my machines. Then I had expanded. I was, I was like trying to, I was picking up in school. I was making clothes for lecturers you know, and all of that. So she was quite um, depressed and uh, she was stunned. Then when I announced that I was not going to serve, she was like, "Are you sure you graduated? Maybe the reason why you don't want to serve is because she was sewing and you did not study." I did not. I did not even know that she. 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 Yeah. She. She actually made a trip down to, down to my university to verify. Yeah, to invent to verify if I really graduated. I was not even around to you. Maybe later, much later. Um, she said it and she traveled down. I'm like, why would I lie about that? You know. So what did you study by the way? Um I did mathematics and education. So yeah. Okay. And okay, and education. Yeah, and education. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Okay. So you go to uni, you learn tailoring. There's one part that we have not spoken about. You decide to give out all your stuff after you expanded. Yes, I did. Okay, so um, while I was a student, there, there were a couple of people that I saw struggling. Like there was a woman who lived close by by my hostel. Um, my sh- my shop was also in my hostel, so I rented a separate shop, like for my room in the same building. And yeah, so. This woman, she was really helpful. You know, there were times when, in my first year, second year, I didn't have. You know, pastor call me and some other hungry guys, my friend, be find me, um, David and the, and the rest. Call all of us. We just sit and we eat pasta. You know, she was really nice to us. You know, she would sell things to us on credit. Then, like, oh, please, I don't give me one indomie and one egg. She's like, no, take it, take it. When you have money, you know? so she was really helpful. Um, but sadly, she she was in an abusive abusive marriage. Um, all she had, her husband was was a drunkard. So all she had, she was striving to be become something, but because of her husband's lifestyle, it, you know, it, it frustrated all, all you know that effort and. 
as I time I was living, she had nothing. As the same store that served us when we were in first year, second year was no longer. Mm. Yeah, she was just going to sit down, so she was no idle and all that. And she she had a sewing machine too. You know, the sewing machine was so so bad that I can't even give her a clothes to sew because the needle you just ruin the clothes. And so I I didn't know how best to help her out of the situation while I was living. The only thing I could do was to you know say okay, you have this skill, you know how to make clothes. Um, I'm going to give you my sewing machine. I gave her my cutting table. I gave her my whipping mat. I get to one woman that I call my, my mom in school. She's also a tailor. So I just go there to sit down, you know, if I want to learn more about, because I started learning female clothes first. So if I want to learn more about female clothes, I go to her place and I sit down. So I just give her some other things too. And just donated. I didn't sell anyone. I Well, if I wanted to sell it, I would have made money from it. But I just saw it as, you know, um, I, I, I knew that, okay, David, if you go back to Lagos with this year, I was ignorant then. I thought, like, you know, when you just go back to Lagos, you have a business idea, boom, it's just blue, jackpot. So I was like, oh, if I go to Lagos, God will definitely leave me. But let me just help these people, you know. So I just donated it all out. And I went back to Lagos, and she understood. That is, that is, there's a thin line between nobility and uh, negligence. I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't know which, 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 <laughs> which my situation is, but I don't know, I don't know, but um, it, it, but it's for me, I have no regrets. Even while I was, while I was, you know, when I got to Lagos and I lost everything, and I there was till today, I don't think there's ever been a time I looked back and regretted that, or you know, giving out. I could have sold it and made so much money, and you know, just come to Lagos and sustain myself through. You know, through it all, but it's, I decided, like, you know, so I've never, I've never, never ever regretted that act, never. It's not something, I'm sure it's not something, I don't think it's something you can regret. I, I At this point, no, uh-uh, no. There's <laughs> women and their mothers out there that don't get enough credit for the craft they go through. That's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. Many of yeah. them hold the houses down. Like, yeah. legitimately hold the houses down whilst, you know, guys are going out being drunkards and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they still, you know, test it. So, I mean, to be honest, anything that can be done for someone who has been good to you, there's no way you can. You can't look back and regret and say, I, to be honest no, with no, you, no. I can imagine. It's it's it's, it's honestly one, an awesome, heartwarming thing that you did because, man, you never know. Have you ever been back to see her, or to even check? Um, yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. I, there was a time I went back to Benin, um, just before my trip mm. to the UK. I had to go pick up my certificate. After I got, I never even cared about my certificate. I just left it there. <laughs> so when I got admission to study in the UK, I had to. I was asked for my certificate, so I had to go back to Benin. And I went back to to check up on her. Um, well, sadly, I could not meet meet her that day. I didn't meet her that day. Um, she, I think she, at some point she could not cope with, with her husband, so she had to move. She's from Niger, she's not from Nigeria. So Ooh. she had to move back to Niger. And, um, yeah, I think the man got married to another wife. So I, well, I, I felt bad about it, but, you know, life, life goes on. I just, just before I came, no, I was already in the UK then. And I got a number from a fellow student, one of the people that she fed, 
you know, she fed, she fed all of us. So I was speaking about her one day and I asked, do you have a number? I was like, yeah, do you have a number? So I reached out to her on WhatsApp and I, yeah, she was so happy, you know, and all of that. But I noticed that she was, she was not in a good state financially. So I had to send her some money, you know, I don't know. Hopefully to help us start something, I don't know. I just did it. At least God had blessed me at, um, to be able to do that effortlessly. So yeah, I did it. I did. That, that is that is also the the uh, I mean one of the things that is possible is that that that's the machine that you give her may just be her, her her source of income right now. You never know, you know. Uh, that well, might have given her the confidence. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't that might have given her the confidence to move <laughs> out. My, to move out and my, my, start my, her own life. You know. No, not really. I wouldn't. I wouldn't support a broken marriage. No, but <laughs> no. You know. You know. Wait. Just before, let's, let's At that point, that. I don't think it's a broken marriage. It's not broken yeah. again. The marriage was already broken from <laughs> when the violence started. It's finished. What do I mean? It was broken when the violence started. I don't. It's, it's just me. It's just me going out there to to be be of great support. She she was really giving her a sewing machine. Nothing compared to all that she has done for me and for all the other students. You can imagine so many students were there. They they had to work. So you work, imagine the Nigerian system. Education system is frustrating you. Then you still have to go and do jobs, menial jobs. You know, um, in all of those things, write assignments for people just to be able to pay your tuition fee of how much eight thousand, ten thousand. Then, so it's it's absolutely it's absolutely frustrating, honestly. Honestly, it's okay. frustrating seeing like so for her to be able to be a, a source of hope, a source of you know support to to us, you know, at that point in our life. I'm not giving her, I don't think there's anything that we can even give to her to that would quantify um what you know the kindness of our heart. The kindness of our heart. If she had more, she would have done more. Sadly, she was just a struggling woman that still gave shared the little that she had. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That, 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 that she's a, it, it, it's a good story. I, I, and I, I really hope that at some point, you know, at least you can. I know, I understand she did a lot for you, but I promise you that I'm sure you know a lot of people that she did stuff for have turned their backs and said, okay, thank you, my baba. So sometimes, you know, it's true that no, people are different, though. People are, people are different. different. No, it's the truth. No, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. People are you different. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. You, you, uh, you know that it's not everybody that had the same reaction. Like, because it wasn't only you that ate that It wasn't yeah. only you that she had. And other people would have looked back and said, you know what? She has done what she wants. Nobody will actually take time to, 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 to. It's not, maybe it's not something that she's even talking about. But mm-hmm. nobody would have taken time to look at the environment and say, okay, this woman is actually maybe she, she needs a, um, she needs help in one way, shape, or form. Let me even just do something small. You know, it's not everybody that will go back and say, ah, let me even go and create. Because effectively, I that think... woman seems like someone like a mother to you in a way. I mean, in a in, in a weird way. You know, looking out for you and being there for you when you didn't want to ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, it, it's something that, you know, you can take, it, it, it says a lot about your personality, about your person, you know, that you can't look right. at somebody else going through stuff and say, you know, this, it's not, it's, that's just, it's, it's not done. It's honestly not done. So you see, you're, you're a very nice person. I, I, I don't know. I'm just trying my best. I'm just trying my best. Yeah, there's no need to be humble, okay? You are nice. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being humble. Like, it's, it's just to try my best. I don't just no, see You know, I wanted to see. No one deserves to suffer. No one. No one. 
I wanted to say that that people are good not because of like okay I have something then I can give that makes me a good person when you meet a good person whether they have or not yeah whether they exactly. have good or not exactly. they're just good and it's even not, from not, you talking not still going through all that you went through I'm sure the people that neglected you at, at some point they probably would have reached out to you at some point in time knowing that oh this guy has <laughs> normal um, Niger balance I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have noticed but <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have quite a number of people who just appeared and you know, right. well, they are humans. You know, for the fact that they still pray to God and God still answers their prayers, I don't think there is there is anything that they should do to that would make me want to. You still have to you still have to support them when you can. Right. You still have to support yeah, them when you can. Right. This is yeah, not a good person. Actually. No, he's good, a good person. They're like good human. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I pray to so. Amen. ブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイ
but I did not move to the apartment until say sometime in June, July. Yeah, sometime in June, July. Because, wow, that's true. So, I, I was actually on this for more than a year because I know my rent then was paid in July. My rent elapsed in July, so I paid my rent in June. So it was actually in 2018, June 2018. That's when I moved into my apartment. But that aside, um, in so March, it was actually not 12 months. It was 18 months. We're talking. It yeah, it was more than. Months. It was more than. It was more than because my my rent was in July. My rent was in July. Okay. And during why, why did you move? Were you were you used to the cubicle life that you didn't move? Yeah. Right? So that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. So when 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 I, I got an apartment, it was not furnished. I had no bed. Nothing. I just got an apartment, and my mom was my mom also played the usual. She's assisted. It's what I had. We paid for the apartment, and and yeah, but I didn't have furniture anything there. You know, there was nothing. It was nothing. And it was so, but when you, you were sleeping, when you were sleeping, was there bed? No, there was no bed. But you know, like, what's the point? I'm, I so I was already used to the life now. Like, I can wake up by two a.m. Then I'd already like saved, worked, saved enough money. I did the electrical work in the house, the wiring in the house, connected the the. the um, I connected the store to. To um to the as the electricity distribution network that's the what we call Nepal the Nepal pole and all of that. So I had electricity there. So even if I slept in the store, I I was able to put you know tiles. I decorated the store. It became my home. So I was able to like, put some things together. Um, it was beginning to pick up. It was beginning to pick up and um apartment i was so comfortable where i was staying like not like i was comfortable like lush but i was so used to sleeping there on the floor that i think like what's the point of going to sleep on the floor in my house when i can sleep on the floor here in this you know where i walk and wake up in the middle of the night and still make some clothes so so that was just it immediately um so about what happened in 2018 um Are you still with us? Yeah. Okay, you got con. Yeah, David, can you hear us? Hello, David, can you hear us? Possible. It just happened to me actually. A call just enter. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, but it's all on D and D. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Hello. No, yes, it's gone off. Probably it's gone off. Completely come back. Okay, man. The story is. The story is. This story is crazy, man. It's the story is. Bruh. 
something. Well, I think it, 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 it's something. Guys, like, I can't even imagine some of those things like you're saying. I can't imagine them happening to me. Like, guy. Where do you want to start from? <laughs> Where do you want to start from? And he has such a positive outlook on everything. Like, yeah, go ahead. That's why it's happened. Like, it's, it's my journey. It's my story. Yeah. Uh, and this this has even changed for his back. His back, yeah. Hello, can you hear us? Lose me. Yeah, yeah, I lost you for a second. Are you there? Pardon? Are you there now? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Love it, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I lost you for a second. So, about what changed in 2018? I, I got, 2018. I got to a, a competition organized by NU. So, you know NU Fitness Station? I think it's quite popular now. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, NU just came then. They just came into the market then. And they were looking for ideas to disrupt the professional industry. They just wanted to offer better services than the regular petrol station. So I've always loved ideas, you know, like it's something I've always known how to Like I've always, the whole process of ideating and um, leveraging design thinking to come up with empathetic solutions and all. It's something I just learned on the side. I just had a gift for. Um, I knew how to write business plans and all of that. So I, I heard about the competition and I was like, wow, cool, really interesting. Okay, it's an opportunity for me to like do something outside the norm. Like at least now I'm getting my life together. I need to make that major leap back to, to my path, the path that I've always wanted for myself. Um, and it was at, at that point, in that point, I I was so, I, I didn't have clothes. Um, I didn't really have clothes. So, and I didn't have a shoe. So I was like, ah, how could I go? To, how can I go to this place? I checked what CCOP is. So I checked CCOP. I saw the building, the pictures I saw on their social media page. I was like, they were all with their MacBooks, and I was like, God, these guys are big boys here. How can I go? You know, what can I go and do there? Like I was so embarrassed. I was like, no, I don't think I can. So it was. It's supposed to be a three-day event. It started on Thursday, Friday, then Saturday. On Thursday, I didn't go. I just looked at him and I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't go down and browse myself. Then on Thursday night, I was just thinking, when I, I checked their Facebook feed, so they uploaded pictures of people that came, and I'm like, wow, some videos, I was like, wow, that's cool, like, look at the things I'm talking about, these are things I can do, I can help them come up with new ideas, you know, do market analysis. So, I just someone called it and said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm sure if you check my Facebook feed, maybe if you scroll somewhere, you will get to see the picture of me. Um, at that event, and you would laugh, you would laugh your reach out. <laughs> my well, every time I look at it, I I laugh, I laugh, I I I I I, I, I I'm like, is this David? Is this me? <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was really terrible. And anyway, so so I I went on, I went on as um on Friday, I just summoned courage and I went for. The competition and when I got there, I didn't get prize money at first. It was just a call for ideas come and compete. It, it's called, you know, what they call um, Akaton. No, what they yeah. system Akaton, yeah. So you guys come, you know, if you're a developer, you, know, you have ideas, come, they put you in a group. So, anyway, so I went there and I, when I heard of the ideas that they put out there, I didn't believe in the idea. So I dropped it mine. I told them I have an idea. So the way they were looking at me, like, like what, what does this one have to say? They didn't know the tailor and the way I was dressed like 
So they just took my idea, just wrote it somewhere there. You know, before the end of that day, like I had from being a being being alone in my team when I did the first presentation in the morning before the end of that day, I had about say nine, ten people who joined me on my team because they wanted to be a part of my idea and they were like, no, this the idea can work. To cut long story short, at the end of the day we came out second. Um and when we came out second, I took it was 250k. They didn't give us all of the money, shall don't worry. Before you start asking me to, before you send account number and say, hey, here's mine. They did not give us all of the money. I think they gave yeah, us. We, can, we, we, can't, we can't say it on the recording. Offline, okay? So um, they, they gave us half of the money, and basically, I think out of them, out of the money, out of 125k that they sent to us as a team. Yeah. It was just ten percent of it that we were supposed to use, but the twenty percent of it that we were supposed to use for ourselves. So by the time we shared the money, we had about say maybe two thousand or something. The other money was supposed to use to develop what they call a minimum vibe. I don't know how that would have been possible, but <laughs> and anyways, I, I tried. Then I also I did because I, I'm the kind of person who when I want to do something, I go all out. I'm, I go all in. So I knew the money was not enough. So what I did was the little savings I had for my tailoring, I put. Just added it to it, and I was able to, you know, pay developers to start working on the um, the mobile application. It was not, it was not, a, it was not a proper mobile application. You know, so the process of web development has to do with the UI UX, where you do the yeah. Figma and all of that. So that's where we started. We started with the Figma design, um, where we did the old user flow and all of that. So I think we. Like after the end of the competition, because it got maybe too careful, most of them were not really interested in it. They went back to do their thing, but I just kept on pushing the idea because, like, I just like they said we're going to do this thing. Like, why is it so they were no longer they started leaving the WhatsApp group, you know? So, man, oh my god, I have to do this thing. So, I, I had to like go get speak to somebody else that was not part of the competition. Giving I had to pay three developers, the first developer I paid. He did not do anything. The second one I paid nothing. The third one I paid. I had to beg him. That one eventually we were able to like put it up able to come up with like a website, something like a website or a web application. And it was just the first page that he did. So um this play you're talking about this play you're talking about where the money come from. Which one? The one I used for, for the developer. The it was for my tailoring. For my tailoring. Yeah. So at this point, at this point, what month was this? March between March and June. The competition was so in March. You were still living in the cubicle at the time of this. Uh, in the house. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. You, you still were. You are still using your own money to pay developers. Come on, like they they asked us to do something. They gave us money to do something. Uh, After sharing the money, they developed. You know, they would say, okay, we need money for this. I will give money. You, they would disappear with the money. Like, we ran out of money. And, but although I reported to them and I told them that this person ran away with the money, I showed them through. They tried to reach the people, but they were not reachable. But they were surprised that I was still, you know, trying to push, you know, trying to push. They did not ask me, though, where the money was coming from. They did not know I was on the They did not know my story. The only they just know that they did it somewhere that won a competition. And then they, they just, that was it. I was still doing it. You know, paying developers and trying to get stuff on it. Only for me to now discover the day we were supposed to do a presentation. Went to any their head office 
on, on the island that make it fit one. And when we went there, I was the only one that did the presentation. The others, the people who came first, they didn't come. They ran away with the money. The people who came third, they ran away with the money. I was the only ah. one there. Wow. <laughs> wow. So how did the <laughs> how did the presentation go? This is crazy. The people. I can't even. I mean, okay. Based on Instagram, tells a lot of lies. There's this book that I, that I like that I loved. I loved reading. I don't know if you ever seen it. But it's a nice book. It's um, it's called Everybody Lies. Um, I can't remember who wrote it. I think it's Seth um, Davidowitz. I can't remember his full name. But it talks about like Instagram and Facebook, and I remember that because of what I'm about to say. Instagram life can deceive you. You know, it can basically tell you as if somebody you know doing well when the person is not. But based on the description that he's given in terms of you know you were able to look at their page and understand you know the, and being in the room with these people that you're competing with and seeing like at least the way they dress compared to you and feeling a little bit you know uh, would i use the phrase out of place or something like that you know at least you know and these people run away with the money but you are struggling you are paying out of your own pocket yeah but that was i guess i guess the push for me was just like that was my escape does that make sense um, I knew if I had to do it well, if I, I didn't know what was at the end of the tunnel, but I knew that, that was like an opportunity for me to live a life different. The best I could do for myself was to just deliver on the job, like just do it well and prove that I am more, you know, I am more and yeah. Most of them didn't know I was a tailor. Most of them they did not know I was a tailor. And after it was after my presentation at the head office, like, and they were really impressed, you know, and all of that. At the end of the day, that was when I, I just went back and I said, okay, I'm all of that soon again. I did not have money. I did not even have money, like savings to to cater for my feeding for the next three, three weeks or two weeks. I did not have money, but I just said, I'm not long for sewing again. And I went back to the store and I moved all of my machines to the house finally. That's when I moved to the apartment and um more longer so my mom called like what happened i said i'm no longer saying i can't be more i know i can't be more you know, i can't be more she said how are you going to cope even if you're going to do that like don't you think you should i said no if i know something about tailoring if i as long as i'm in that store there would always be something that would keep me there you know i, I just wanted to make that major leap so yeah i stopped sewing so after the presentation they were really impressed um, and that was it. They never gave us the other half of the money. But I didn't bother. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bother. Um, but for me, they did not know that by, by just giving me that opportunity to be able to do what I did, they were bringing me out from... They did not know they were... It was what we call deliverance. Brother in MFM, you know what deliverance is? So yeah. it was my deliverance. <laughs> it was my deliverance. They did not know. So yeah, I didn't, while I didn't bother, they were actually going to go to the road. It's calm. It's not about being calm or it's... You you've done more for me than you even know. So I just went back and I said, okay, I'm no longer swimming again. Then I heard about another competition by Lafarge. You know Lafarge, the construction yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one was bigger. You had Lafarge, all their expatriates, you know, come over to Lagos from different parts of the world, white guys. Or like, ah, white guys are coming. I applied, I went for it. And as God would have it, um, I did the presentation again. 
I came second. I don't know. You are going to ask, what is it with you and second? I don't know. Because I don't have <laughs> So, at times, I always affiliate it to, yeah, because I'm the second child. So, probably if I'm the first, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Uh. yeah, but don't worry. It, 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 yeah, and, and funny enough, I've always, like, what, what, my house always come out second, 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 second. I'm like, why is it always with me and second? <laughs> But I broke, I think I broke the jinx in my master's program because um, he had the best year. I, I graduated the best student, um, the best <laughs> postgraduate. Nice. So for, for the first time in my life, I'm like, hey, David, you can go first. This is not bad. This is not, huh? You can see first. I can see first, <laughs> my brother. So it was, it was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I did that from Chan and then, what what boost what, what boost my morale was when all of the expatriates after I gave my presentation they were saying wow this is amazing how come we've never thought about this in the country in our country how come we never thought about this this can work and after the end of the day they came to me like ah thank you very much young man thank you very much young man so that one there was no prize money for me but what was it thank you for what was it? I don't know thank you did not come with anything give a few food that we should eat there was a reception at the rooftop no we just went there buffet serve yourself me out of the even the joy the joy of knowing that people like what i can do outside tailoring can be of use or value to people that we're not talking about people that work in nigeria people that came from across the world it was enough joy for me i did not even eat that day i was just downstairs you know i was speaking with them and they were saying oh can i take a picture with you young man and, and that was my pain neck and my my one I the money with the money I was able to make I bought one shoe one all star then for one thousand mm-hmm. and so it was anyway Sean, that was that was it and yeah um that was like my turning around so what I started doing then was um I started putting out you know publications on on social media that I I now do business plan. I do business plans. I don't know what I want to write a business plan. So business plans cost, as at that time, the business plan, the cheapest you can get a business plan is maybe for maybe 120k. I was doing business plan for like 10k, <laughs> 7k. Yeah. The people that got the contract for business plans, they will send them to me to write them. And I was doing it like, I was doing it. I'll go to city hall, they have laptops there, I'll use the laptop. I was making making this noise people are like oh there's somebody that that i know that can write a business plan very well and someone that i know and over time i got to you know i got to make make the mark and, and that was my breakthrough and that was my my major breakthrough i got better jobs that were paying better you know, jobs that were paying i started doing training um at free free venue so as the co-creation of because of those those good deeds by good deeds. I had access to so many facilities at the co-creation of I had internet access. I started organizing trainings uh, for free. I was given a room to organize trainings for free. So I would tell people that I would train people on business modeling, business planning, and all of that. And it was free. And people would come, although it was not paid for, but people would come and people now go to Amazon. So yeah, so I, I, that just motivated me to start a business consulting firm. I called it Vision Control Test. So, um, I was always, my mantra then was, you know, the idea doesn't matter, it's always about the business, the vision, you know, so many people can have the same business, because they have different visions, they have different companies entirely. So, 
that was that was my mantra. And yeah, that was how I started picking up. And the the yeah. business plans that you, I don't think you mentioned. Where did you learn the business plans from? Is it from uni or where did they come from? I, the internet. I never studied anything that to do with business. <laughs> When I was at school, I love this program called Shark Tank. You know Shark yes, Tank? Yes, I love it. I yeah. love that so program, yeah. I loved Shark Tank. I was addicted to Shark Tank when I was in school. So I understood things ah. such as valuation, I understood business model, business or revenue model, you know, situational analysis. So to understand, to better understand Shark Tank, I had to like, when I hear a term, I have to, I have to go online, check on Investopedia and read about mm. it. Go back and watch the Shark Tank video, and then I will have a better understanding of what the investors were talking about or what the entrepreneurs were talking about. So that's how I started building my understanding about how businesses work, how what makes a business scalable. And most of the thoughts, you know, I, 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 had, I, I never had till today. I, mean, I don't have that. I, mean, I don't have that. But I do really well. I have I've been, I've been at the, I'm not at the top top, but I've written. You know, projects that have been given to PwC, I've done it for them. Yeah. You know, from we send from it Shark Tank and the internet. Yeah, and I ask them. Yeah, people, you know, will do will do all of these jobs. You know, they will get back to all of these big companies. The big companies. We've done jobs. We've done jobs. We've done jobs. So I thought how how I never did do the MBA the MBA thing, and that was that was my Innovation. So, um, one thing that really, one key thing that really happened to me, um, experience, you know, um, um, while I was living in, in that cubicle, I was really interested, you know, mantra that everyone deserves an opportunity to become valuable members of their company. No one should be left behind. So, one day I woke up one morning and and I went to Adige Motor Park. If you know Adige Motor Park very well, that's where you have these luxurious buses. I went yes. to Adige Motor Park. I was when I went there, I decided where I was traveling to. I saw a, a, a bus going to Katuna. No, a bus going to um, Katina, but it was going through Abuja, Kaduna, dropping for Kaduna, dropping through Zaria. And I took the bus and I stopped in Kano. And for that was my first time in Kano. I knew nobody. I just went to Kano. So when I got to Kano, I now checked on Facebook. Started seeing people that were people on my friends on Facebook. The bus park yeah. and all of that. And I came. And so they were like, ah, oh, like, what do you need? I, I, so luckily, one person was able to reach out to me, Abdul Saman. And he reached out to me and he came to pick me up at this park. Um, and anyway, so I, I met him. He, he took me around. So the goal for me, the reason why I decided to embark on those was because I really wanted to know what, what people were going through, um, especially in all of those remote communities. Because if I, I can be in Lagos and suffer that much, um, I, I was just curious. Like, let me just go and see what, what like, and you know, as, as busy as Kano is, you know, Kano is really big. If, you're, if you've been to Kano before and by road, you would get into Kano, and before you get into the city, you. Get into the city. Kano is that huge. Okay, so I'm David, to... two things. David, Jim, sorry, there's uh, there's something wrong with your mic. Sometimes it gets cut off. I don't know, maybe okay. it's uh, away from your mouth or something. 
but sometimes we like cut off and stuff. But we can pick it up. Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So oh, sorry, good. just 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 because at some point when we were talking, I realized that we went on that game. This uh, this discussion may maybe go to have part two because I don't understand what's going on here. So we just talked about we, where we were was we were around March 2018, and we did a competition. That competition we went back to present, and after that there was another competition for mm-hmm. Lafayette. You went. You were successful at that one, but we, we, nothing really came out of it. But at that point in time, you decided that you were going to, you were done with tailoring. That you knew that there was more for you in this life, and so you started to do business planning uh, for for different people, for different uh, companies, effectively, for different people to deliver to different companies. Mm-hmm. And so at that point in time, you were making things like seven thousand, ten thousand, there or there about at least mm-hmm. per per job, and then you were able to 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 create a company. Yeah, yeah. Okay. well, not, it was not a company. The, the, what I just did was I went to CAC's website and I secured the name first of all. And after a while, there was this promo by um, by yeah, 5k. Remember, um, so yeah, they said they, there was a discount, but it's a business registration. registration. So, I, 5k, okay, I just rallied the money around and I paid the 5k and I got this each register with CAC. So, that was just it. Yeah, hello. Uh, sure, you can hear me still, yeah? I can, I think. Okay, yeah, he's off again. <laughs> he's off again. If you can hear us, let's see, let's see if you can. Uh, David, can you hear me? Alright, if you can hear, maybe if just when you can, just say something, and if we hear you, we will uh, we'll talk. Or if you can, just uh, you can disconnect and, and connect back if you don't mind. Okay, you can't still hear us. No, sure. I was a little bit. Uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how we got to Canada. That was. That was because uh, <laughs> we really got to Canada very quickly. Like, <laughs> took a bus after everything that you've gone through. You just take a bus uh, to Canada. <laughs> this brother needs to write a book. He needs to write a book. A book that really excited because this is um bro like and i feel and i feel there's still so much he still has to say that's it like there's a lot I feel there's, there's, still, there's still so much he um i guess i like this thing this thing like ordinarily something that you divide into part one part two part three and part yeah, two yeah. let's know that we are going to focus because it's, it's well, Toby, Toby actually story. said that we might we might have to write a longer story for him because I I guess he he felt it that it was it was going to have a lot of things. Yeah, this to, one, this yeah. one, this one, this one is on anchor. So I have an idea of what we're going to do with it. You know, what we're going to do with it. Uh, I already have an idea of what we're going to do with it. I know we. I wouldn't want to keep him for more than um, seven thirty because, to be fair, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. So I don't know unless he's open to it. If not, then we can cut it off for um for seven thirty. And if need be, we just do another part. But like um, this is um, wow. I I am at a loss for words, man. Yeah. 
Everybody loves the words, man. He's a he's a strong man. He's a very strong man. I crazy it's, it's really really crazy but what I'm gonna try to do is that um, I believe uncle has a couple of things that you can do and I hope that uncle gives the abuse which kind of chop and edit podcast um, I have one of my friends who's uh, who's been doing this for a while and I know that I can I can definitely um, call him and ask to see if it's uh, feasible for him to kind of help us to to chop and change and edit and clean up if it's, if there's anything that can be done. I want to see what 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 the most that can be done out of this would be. Uh, let's see how we can how we can maximize it because man, this story is one for the books, man. I'm telling you, man. I hope I hope he gets to write the book because he has he has a, he has an actual story to tell. There's a story, like, and if you arrange it properly, man. No more. Uh, there's a lot you know and one of the things that i've done in my life is actually i've written a series before i've called i've i've, I've written a series with one of my close friends like a series that's right. online in, in three seasons six parts each so about 18 episodes mm. and you know writing writing to that level you know you, you learn to i didn't have any background in writing i never knew you know what it was yeah. but i knew what what excited me and what moved me and I thought that okay if this is if this moves me I think it'll move the next person because like I've always found myself to be a good conversationalist and I've always found myself to be a, a, when it comes to speaking about certain stories and so in talking to in just understanding that and improving on the rising I think you learn about like the the, the, the values and, and the high points to make sure that you know you'll keep your readers engaged and making sure that you're fleshing out a story and everything over there i can do legitimately four seasons on what this guy just said i believe i can do four seasons can you hear me yeah yeah, yeah. i said i believe i can do four seasons of, of, of stories based on what this guy has told me four seasons of stories man <laughs> 